0: Would you be the jerk for breaking your grandma's heart? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for refusing to babysit on Christmas? I, 21-year-old female, am the babysitter for a family. I've been their babysitter since March. They're a great family, treat me well and pay me well. I wrote down a list of days I'm unable to work the entire year and for however long they need me. The days are my birthday, Christmas day, boxing day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and November 16th. They said that these days were fine, and for those days they can get someone to stand in. Well, on Sunday they messaged asking if I could babysit their three kids, 12-year-old male, 9-year-old male, and 3-year-old female, on Christmas Day from 3pm to 9pm. I asked if they were joking, and they said no. They said that every other person they've asked have also said no, to which I replied, well, they would, because it's Christmas Day. They began to beg and said that they would offer me $50 more than they would any other day. Again, I responded no. The days I've strictly given them are the days that I want off so I can spend time with my friends and family, and Christmas is the only day my family can get together and spend time with each other. Not only that, but the family would be wanting me to look after their kids in the same house they'll be in, but they'll be in the other room and don't want the children to distract them. My parents told me I've done the right thing, but other people are telling me, I don't know how it feels to have kids and want to spend time with friends and family and their kids interrupt them, so am I the jerk? Well, considering you explicitly told them ahead of time you were not going to work those days, you're not the jerk for not working those days. Also Hi, I'm Steven and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to help my siblings with our mother's funeral plans? and for telling them I don't want to be named in her obituary. My mother died two days ago. My siblings were all with her when she died, I was not. She was a bully to me and hated my guts as long as I could remember. Not sure if it was the fact that I was the kid that looked so much like dad, or the fact that she was young when she got pregnant with me and resented me for it, or whether I was just unlucky. But she gave me a horrific childhood, and my dad died when we were all young. So, I was left to watch her dote on my siblings and treat me like crap. I got to hear all the time that I'd ruined her life. That she wished she hadn't had me. That she dreamed of me dying and getting relief that she would never have to see me again. I ended up staying with friends from the age of 15 and I hadn't seen her since my 20th birthday, when she showed up with my siblings and told me she wanted to puke, just looking at me. I never told her I was gay, never introduced her to my husband or my children. When my siblings called me to tell me she was dying, I was so happy, knowing she's gone. Knowing that the woman who hated me for reasons out of my control, who made sure I knew how much she never wanted me, filled me with such a feeling of relief. But of course, my siblings are heartbroken. They wanted me to be involved. I told them no way, no how. I said she was a great mother to them and that was fine, but she was evil to me. She was evil and made my childhood heck and I wasn't some grieving son and wasn't spending a single second giving her a nice send off or spending a single cent on it either. They got mad, told me it should be split between all of us, they had already planned her obituary and told me how bad I would look if I didn't help plan, didn't show up. I told them to get my name off the obituary because the woman they described was not my mother. We argued, and they told me I was behaving just as badly as her by taking it out on them when they did nothing wrong. I told them I just wanted them to leave me out of it. I told them to pretend we're half-siblings, and I have a different mother out there if it helps. They told me I could at least do it for them, and to think about how hard this has been for them. The fighting just keeps going on, and it actually delayed the funeral planning since they spent more time trying to convince me than doing any planning. They kept asking for my opinion etc trying to draw me in then get mad and tell me i'm treating them badly am i the jerk i think they need to take an answer for an answer you don't want any part in this how hard is it for them to accept that they're acting really selfishly here this next story is am i the jerk for announcing my pregnancy news on the same day my cousin announced she was engaged i female 30 am a part of an extended family group chat on facebook My family rarely chats in the group unless there's a big life event happening or we're organizing a family event. Earlier this year, one of my aunties asked if anyone had any life updates to share. My cousin, female, 30, had a particularly big life update and announced that she got engaged to her partner of 7 years first. All the family, including myself, congratulated her and I was genuinely very happy. I didn't think too much of it at the time, but I thought since we were going around sharing our life updates, I thought it would be fitting to announce my pregnancy in the group chat as well. All my family congratulated me as well, and everyone seemed really excited about my baby news, including my cousin. A couple of days later, my cousin messages a long paragraph, absolutely furious. She accused me of stealing her spotlight, announcing my pregnancy on the same day as her engagement. Although she seemed happy for me in the group chat the day before, I immediately apologized to her and felt so guilty after the fact. My cousin never messages me back after my apology, and I didn't talk to her again for the rest of my pregnancy. I feel really sad about all this, as it's now formed a wedge between my mom and my auntie as they've taken sides. To top it all off, several months later, my beautiful baby daughter was born, and on the same day as my cousin's birthday coincidence, right? I've very recently given birth to a beautiful daughter and I wanted to make a baby announcement on the day she was born, however I couldn't bring myself to do it because my cousin just turned 30 which is a huge milestone. I'm already not on speaking terms with my cousin and her family just over this and don't want to steal my cousin's spotlight a second time. Although, I feel deep down that I have every right to celebrate my daughter's birth and her future birthdays without having to feel guilty of stealing someone else's spotlight just because they share a birthday. I'm sorry for OP's cousin that OP also has big life-changing news going on. Sorry that the world can't process two people in the same general family having big news. Am I the jerk because when my brother and his husband adopted a baby, I asked if they got a dog or a cat? Throw away because it's embarrassing. My brother and his husband recently adopted their son. It was kind of sudden, the baby dropped at the fire department sort of situation. I had known they were in the process of adopting but as far as I knew they were kind of early on. I don't know anything about the process so I guess that a pregnant woman looked through the stacks of applicants, picked some family, met up with them and they went to the hospital to get the baby when it was born. Basically, I thought there would be a lot of lead up to them becoming dads, and I would have a heads up. So my bro called me last week and said, congrats, you're an uncle, you have a little nephew. And reflexively I just said, oh nice, did you get a dog or a cat? My bro was silent for a bit, and I was thinking, that's not a hard question. And he finally says, a human baby, we adopted a baby boy. And I was like, crap, sorry, that was fast. My mom was absolutely horrified at this story and I've been deemed the biggest family jerk this year over it. My brother doesn't seem mad, his husband seems to be very annoyed with me. No one understands why I would ask that, so I mean, I don't know, am I a jerk here? I'm not neurotypical, so it's hard for me to know if maybe they're teasing me and not actually that mad. However, if this situation needs a real sit-down kind of apology for me being a major jerk, then I wanna do that. I don't really understand why they're that upset about it. It seems like a pretty honest enough mistake to make. It's not like they said, hey, we adopted and Opie replied, oh, sorry to hear that. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not including my grandchildren's stepmother, step and half siblings in a family book? My youngest daughter died nine years ago. She left behind a husband, Joe and three children. My granddaughter's now 17 and my grandsons are now 16 and 15. Joe has since remarried to a lovely woman, Marie. Marie has a son and a daughter from a previous marriage, and she and Joe have a five-year-old together. We get along with Marie and the other children, though I would say we're not very close, and we're definitely not like we were when my daughter was alive. That appears to now be a problem. You see, there's a book, a scrapbook type of book, where we add new members of the family to it and the children born get little updates about them till they're grown. It was started by my grandmother and continued by my mother and now me. It's not in the best condition, but we cherish it in the family and those who are gone. When we look back, there's little memories in there to make us smile. I don't have Marie or any of her children in this book, but they're aware of the the book's existence from Joe and from my grandchildren. My oldest granddaughter and her wife became parents recently and the book became a hot topic. Marie was unhappy that my great grandchild was included but not her and her kids because my great grandchild is not related by blood. Joe told me that the kids would love to have their whole family added to it but then my grandchildren claimed something different. It's become such a mess. Joe, Marie and I eventually sat down to discuss it and they told me they feel like Marie and the kids should be shown full acceptance as part of the whole family and included. Marie also added that she should be added where Joe is, which is pages joined to my daughters. I said that it would never happen. She told me that she and her kids are just as much part of my family. I told her she's not. I made it very clear she will never be my daughter. Joe told me it would set a good example for my grandchildren, for them to fully embrace Marie and the children, to drop the need for the step, and to see that they're all accepted just as much as he and they are. I told them I couldn't do that. That I love him, that I love my grandchildren, but I don't love Marie or their other children. That I like them and they're good to have around, but it's not the same. They're angry. My grandchildren are upset that their dad wanted Marie and the other kids to be in the book. Marie called me a terrible grandmother and person and that she had told her kids that I was grandma and now I'd made their lives so much more terrible. Am I the jerk? I think is not the jerk, especially considering their children and their grandchildren are all kind of already grown. It would be a little different I feel if they came in when everybody was still young and growing up together. This next story is, am I the jerk for kicking my sister out of my house because she walked out of my shower naked? I, 21-year-old female, have had my sister, 18-year-old female, over for the past three days as she was fully renovating her apartment that she got for her 18th three weeks ago and couldn't stand being there when it was undergoing. It was to last for six days and she said that she would be out most of the time for school or with friends. She doesn't want to go to our parents' home as she can't stand any more interventions from our father as she wasn't supposed to move in until school finishes though played the I'm 18 card. I allowed for her to stay for this short period and it wouldn't be inconvenient as we all live less than two miles from each other. Me and my boyfriend, 22 year old male, live together and he adores my sister, even though she is, according to him, a bad influence. I've had to attend classes most of my days, so I'm not here from the morning till the afternoon or evening. My boyfriend's doing an internship right now so he's not always home but he is there more than me. My sister for the majority of her life would always walk out of the shower naked and wouldn't care who would see her. One of our bathrooms that she conveniently uses is our bedroom one where you have to go in our room and walk past it to go to the bathroom. My boyfriend finishes early on Mondays and my sister came home earlier than expected. I usually head home as quick as I can as we want to use this free time together. Though my sister had other plans. According to my boyfriend, she went straight into our shower as soon as she came home. Whilst he was laying on our bed, she was crying loudly in the shower and proceeded to walk out of the shower and back in as she forgot something three times. After finding this out, I proceeded to terminate her stay. She called me unreasonable and an insecure freak. My parents put me at fault as well for making her break down as she went back to our parents' house. My boyfriends informed me that I overreacted and he just wanted me to tell her to stop doing that, as it was bizarre. Am I the jerk? I just think anybody would be uncomfortable in that situation, and whether they have habits or not, they're in somebody else's house and should respect that. Our next story is Am I the jerk for not wanting to continue supporting my daughter's 12 year old female gymnastics training? When my daughter was young, we introduced her to gymnastics. She was totally hooked and kept asking for more and more lessons. We encouraged her, thinking she'll eventually lose interest. Now she's 12, training 20 hours a week, spending weekend after weekend competing at high level competitions. Problem is, she's 5'7 already and still growing. She's starting to have an ambition for D1 scholarship or even Olympics. That makes me very worried. Being 5'7 basically kills her chance of going to the Olympics. D1 gymnastics scholarship is already rare. The odds of her getting one with her height is even more rare. It makes me feel bad that our daughter is very, very dedicated. She's almost always the first one at the gym and the last one to leave. She watches replays of her routine on our drive to training, turns down social events because she needs to train, does extra conditioning at home. Yet I cannot justify blowing thousands of dollars a year and hundreds of hours in time every year to gamble on something with so little chance of success. All the hours spent at her training, driving her to competition is already causing our family life to suffer. She under-rotates her skills because of her height and gets injured more frequently than others. Her academics are suffering because of her gymnastics commitment. Her life is going in the wrong direction because of gymnastics. The band-aid is better ripped off earlier than later. My husband agrees. I broke the news to my daughter Frankly, it breaks my heart to tell her to give up something she's worked so hard for. I told her I know she's a hard worker. She would get a much better reward if she channels her hard work elsewhere, like in school or another sport. Heck, she plays tennis with the family only casually, yet she was able to win a few under 12 tournaments locally. If that's not talent, I don't know what is. Needless to say, she didn't take that well. She cried and cried and cried. Locking herself in her room, refusing to eat, saying maybe a sh- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. She doesn't eat. She'll become shorter. I told her over and over that I love her and I just want the best for her, but she wouldn't have any of it. I tried to reason with her. Telling her chasing a dream is a privilege, not a right, no use. My husband is now softened, even though we used to have an agreement. Our family's now phoning us trying to persuade us to let her continue training, even offering support for training costs and pick-up and drop-offs. If she has the right body type to be an elite gymnast, or if she's tall like she is, but isn't struggling because of her height, I would support her unconditionally. However, that's not the case. Sometimes I feel like giving in, but to think it through, I was the person who drove her to training and competition. I am the breadwinner who paid for her training. It should be my right to call it off, especially as a parent. Help me out Reddit, am I the wrongs? It might be easy for people to say that OP is the jerk, but when you hear the stories of people who are in similar situations who have a lifetime of injuries and pain, and the fact that it's affecting their social life and grades. I think it really creates a discussion where OP might not be wrong. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to address someone by their chosen form of address? I've been with a company for 6 years now, we're very informal with each other and have a fairly laid back culture. The company president is Dave, my boss is Lou, I tell employees who call me Mr. Smith (fake name) that my name is Dennis and that there's no need for formality. We recently hired a new employee. The fake name I'll give her for this post is Ginny Potter. In coming on board with us, Ginny signed all of her emails, Miss Potter. When she answers the phone, it's, Good afternoon, this is Miss Potter speaking. When she calls me, it's, Good morning, Dennis, this is Miss Potter. And my response is, Good morning, Ginny, how can I help you? If I send an email to Ginny, the response is signed by Miss Potter, emphasis hers. She's three levels below me in a different line of report in terms of company hierarchy, so her supervisor's boss reports to someone on the same level as me, if that makes sense. It got back to me that she thinks I'm disrespectful for not calling her Miss Potter when I speak to her. When I spoke to others about it, most state that they just ignore it, don't use a name to address her, respond to her queries and let her call herself what she wants. My boss thinks it's idiotic in that she's not at any level within the company to demand that. When I told my wife, she replied that it's obviously a button for this woman and that I'm being a jerk by antagonizing her. My counterpoint to this is that nobody in the company gets addressed formally, and if I don't call my boss or his boss by anything but their first names, I'm not going to formally address another employee several layers down the hierarchy. Not gonna lie, Mr. O.P. sounds like a jerk to me or should I be less formal and just call them jerk? Our next story is, am I the jerk for throwing away the expensive whiskey my brother got me for my 40th? I'm 40 year old male, just turned 40 last week. I'm divorced and I have two teenage kids with my ex-wife, 17 year old male and 14 year old female. My whole family came to my and my girlfriend's apartment last Saturday for my birthday party. My parents, some aunts and uncles, some cousins, my three brothers with their families, my two kids and my girlfriend's 15-year-old son who lives with us. I'm a recovered alcoholic. I've been sober for six years now. Alcohol absolutely ruined my life. It destroyed my marriage and nuked my relationship with my kids for years. I don't allow alcohol in my home now for anyone. It just isn't served or tolerated here. My entire family knows this very well, as they know my entire history with alcohol. For my 40th, my brother bought me a very expensive bottle of whiskey. It had a writing on it, a very heavy bottle and very old whiskey, so it probably cost him a couple hundred bucks. When he gave me the bottle, I was shocked and said that I don't drink, but thanks for the gift. He then opened the bottle and started pouring shots in plastic cups for everyone. My daughter had a panic attack at the smell of alcohol, which I'm painfully aware is my fault, and I will never forgive myself for it. So I told my brother to take the alcohol out on the balcony and just leave it there. He wouldn't do it and took a shot of the whiskey. I told him to seriously stop it and he proceeded to pour the whiskey. He then said I'm acting like a sober saint now when I ruined everyone's birthdays for years with my drinking. I told him to come to the hallway with me and talk it out. He refused and put a glass of whiskey in my hand. I took the trash can, threw the whiskey bottle in it and the plastic cups and took the trash out. My brother then stormed off and my mom followed him. She later called me, demanding an apology for disrespecting my brother like that. My dad said I was being overly sensitive, and some of my other family members also agree. Am I the jerk here? Not only do I think OP's not the jerk, I'm concerned that maybe their brother has something going on. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to buy my husband an expensive car even though I have the money? My husband, male 35, and I, female 30, have been married for the past 10 years and we have 5 amazing daughters together. Because of that I dropped out of college and have been a stay at home mom for the past 10 years when we had our oldest daughter. My husband is the breadwinner and I take care of all the chores and childcare. While my husband earns quite a bit of money which allows us to live comfortably, he's also obsessed with budgeting, thus I typically only have enough for household expenses. For the past 5 years, I've been working on a series of books. I've been writing everywhere I could, 5 minutes here, 5 minutes there, and while I sacrificed a lot of sleep, I have managed to finish my series, unbeknownst to my husband. I kept it a secret, because he always considered it a waste of time. It was tough, but I managed to get an agent and was incredibly lucky to get a deal to have my series published. I was ecstatic, and when they told me how big my advance would be, I almost fainted. It's much more than I expected for a first time deal, it's in the higher 5 digits. I haven't told my husband yet and I had to borrow money from my sister to get an accountant. Ideally, I want that money saved up should something happen because I honestly don't know the details of our home finances or for our kids' future. Whatever will be needed. Plus, I would love to have some spending money without asking my husband, Greg. However, Greg found my contract, and he's now demanding I get him a new car for Christmas. A very expensive new car, which would cost the majority of my advance. I politely refused, saying that he didn't need a car that expensive and that the money was supposed to be saved up. I tried to explain my position but he wouldn't have it. He basically called me a jerk without actually using the word. He said that because he supported me all these years, I owe him and without him and his money I wouldn't be where I am now. He's told me that I either buy him the car or I have to start paying for household expenses half and half. The thing is... I would still be a stay-at-home mom. I don't know if my book will be a success. For all I know, this will be the only money I'll ever get from my book deal, because it'll flop. Am I the jerk for not wanting to buy my husband a car, even though I have the money? This next story is, am I the jerk for breaking my grandma's heart? My 16-year-old female dad is a piece of crap. I'm sorry, but he just is. He isn't all that terrible to me or my brother, 17 year old male, but he's horrible to our mom. Growing up, it was very obvious that our dad saw our mom as lesser than. He would yell at her over everything and made her responsible for everything, cleaning, taking care of us, etc. My mom never said anything and tried her hardest to make it seem like everything was okay. I'm ashamed to admit, but I'm too scared to stand up to my dad. I always freeze. My brother, on the other hand, does not give a crap. He yells back and isn't afraid of anything. I think my brother realized that I'm too scared to protect our mom and recently told us that he's going to a college nearby and will be commuting as the college doesn't require first years to live on campus. My parents were confused and my dad was a little upset. He kept telling him that he's going to miss out and he'll regret it, but my brother didn't budge. Mom even told him that he should go and that she'll be fine, but my brother just said that they're lucky he's even going to college. Well, yesterday, we got a surprise visit from our grandma, dad's mom. She never visits and when she does, she also just treats my mom like crap, so we weren't very excited. But we were civil because, well, if we aren't, then she'll find a way to blame our mom. It was okay at first, but then she asked my mom, Is this what you wanted? Are you proud of yourself? My mom started to shake, but my brother immediately got in between them. Grandma just rolled her eyes and asked my brother if he was really going to throw away his life because he thinks his mom's too fragile to survive without him. My brother didn't say anything. I then spoke up and said, It's not because of mom, it's because of you and dad. You guys are horrible and you really need to get the freak out." My grandma immediately started yelling at me. She said that she expected better and said that I'm rude, disrespectful and bratty. She then told my mom that she raised horrible kids before leaving angrily. I know I was just standing up for my mom and my brother keeps telling me I'm fine, but I feel guilty. My grandma apparently adores me according to my dad and I really broke her heart. And it's not like I made things better maybe even worse my dad's expecting me to apologize but i don't know i don't want to am i the jerk i think it's fair to apologize after the grandma does and let's be real she's not going to do so this next story is am i the jerk for not making my children be quiet while my wife had a headache i've been with my wife for two years i have two children from a previous relationship who are five and eight currently seven months pregnant been married and living together for five months It's been an adaptation for everyone, mostly the children. During our relationship, even before living together, I knew my wife got the occasional headache. She takes painkillers but says they don't help, so she'll usually spend the day in our bedroom and sleep. The kids are at home and wife has a headache. I'm working from home. The kids are doing what they normally do, playing. The wife texts me asking me to keep them from making so much noise. I was in a meeting when she texted so i didn't actually look at it till an hour later she's upset but the way i see it is it's the children's home they're playing what am i meant to say my wife has a headache go read a book i don't know if i'm the jerk wife does figured i'd ask here am i the jerk this next story is would i be the jerk if i asked my neighbors to not let their dogs out from 12 to 2 p.m i'm a 28 year old female with a 16 month old daughter For those who understand how baby naps work, she's been on a one-nap schedule from 12 to 2 p.m. since she was about 13.5 to 14 months old. For context, my neighbors have two adult German Shepherd dogs who every time they are let outside bark and bark and, you guessed it, bark. The issue lies in when they let their dogs out. Now, I understand fully that they need to be let out to use the bathroom or to run around and burn some energy. The problem is, they tend to let their dogs out right in the middle of my daughter's nap, right when she's transitioning sleep cycles. As such, the barking always wakes her, cutting her nap short. This causes her to get overtired and be unruly at night, especially before bed. My fiance, her father and I have tried a handful of times putting her to bed earlier but it never works. She's used to her bedtime being when it is and if we try to get her down even 15 minutes earlier she fights going to sleep. It's even worse when she's getting overtired. I feel like I would be the jerk because they can't control their dogs when they need to be let out but at the same time we've had issues before with the barking and while they did some training they didn't stick with it to my knowledge. Also they rarely walk the dogs, I really don't want to come across as an insensitive jerk to their animals but it would help so much if they just didn't let them outside between those 2 hours. Also to add, my fiance puts her to bed 5 nights a week and it's just in his personality that he doesn't have my saintly patience so when she gets unruly it causes him tremendous stress. So would I be the jerk if I talked with them and asked them to not let their dogs out between 12 to 2? All I know is, is if I was going about my day and I had my dogs and I had some neighbor who was trying to control when I could or couldn't let them out because for the 5-10 to minutes that they're out there, they're going to bark or run around and whatnot, it would annoy me pretty heavily. I feel for them because raising the kid and having a cranky kid is not fun, but I think it's unreasonable to try to prevent a neighbor from letting their dogs out between the hours of 12-2pm. to